excellent. How is it? Aged bourbon. Aged, aged cognac. Slightly aged cognac. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're back. It's been a week. I know that everybody's been excited to see us. Yes. Hey. Hi. Dan's enthusiasm is perfect. <laughs> with a new story that came out of Texas. Okay. You're going to introduce the peoples? Okay, yeah. Fine. Who are we? The same people as last week Jason, Max, Justin, Dan, and Amit. <laughs> Actually, it's a meat, but I feel like I've grown as a person since last week, Jason. Right? Yes. I appreciate you calling that out. He's, he's not just Justin anymore. Yeah, it's Justin Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the alpha Justin. <laughs> Cubed. I like Justin Primed. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, it's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Right, that was terrifying. <laughs> All right, here we go. Why are we watching? The Texas alert system received a strange Amber alert this morning in the search of a Chucky doll. Yeah, you're hearing that right. Texas DPS mistakenly sent out this Amber alert for the Chucky doll and his supposed child, Glenn. The Amber alert listed the character from the Child's Play horror series as a 28 year old suspect, quote, wielding a huge kitchen knife. The alert was sent via email three times to subscribers in the system. DPS says the alert was a test malfunction and are working to ensure something similar does not happen in the future. Holly? Well, yeah, well, okay. Um... So, wow. How? <laughs> of course that happens in Texas, like, right? Is anybody surprised that that would happen in Texas? Well, I mean, like, it would have been... It would have been more appropriate if it was the Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. This this should have been in Florida. Uh, yeah, that, that's a straight-up Florida man kind of thing. Yeah, definitely Florida yeah. man. But... <laughs> I love it. Like, this is why I turned off Amber Alerts on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. What have, what have you been find, the poor We've never girl. found <laughs> Sally. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Max's fault. He's seen her seven times. Seven times. Whatever, man. Yeah. I was dumb enough to get hey, caught. That's, that's fucking Darwinism right there. That's, that's what I believe in. I wonder how many people were panicking that Glenn Ray was kidnapped by his father, Chucky Ray. Do you think anybody in Texas was worried about it? Just his face. It's like, like people are getting taken and Max is like, you know what, Darwin? <laughs> hey, they never got me. No, it's I, I, I'm not entirely not how that sure rule that that's what Starwin meant, but you know, they never got me. My mama raised me right. Either that, or they, they just drove by going, "Nah, too big." <laughs> Can we really size that man's head? Put him back outside. Can we really trust Texas? Oh, can we really trust Texas's concern on voter fraud when they are looking for this guy? <laughs> Did he vote though? 
Twice. Twice, apparently. Oh. <laughs> so did your five-year-old son. Trump, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see? See, the Amber Alert is... Uh... <laughs> That's something you don't... I love uh, I love these stories. They they really make me laugh. I mean, like you know, like they just put Chucky up there because like they're testing the thing. But I, I what? Who is the guy fired who hit the button? To like, okay, send it. Like, like actually, send I it hope so. It's it's like getting random news events to your phone. Like, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. You, you <laughs> totally messed that up. That's <laughs> like. Uh... Remember a couple of years ago, one one of the highway signs just started flashing like like uh, caution zombies or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> we coming. I mean, definitely a hack, but still, I mean, it's just, it's kind of amusing <laughs> <laughs> until it actually happens, and then it's, it's like, oh right. god, it's like, we were warned. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we listen to you, sign? <laughs> Yes, I guess the zombies will be the ones laughing then. I know they have a Child's Play show coming to sci-fi this year. You think Don Mancini was at his house writing down, ooh, maybe season two we can have Chucky go on the run with his son. That would be fascinating. Oh, man. Was it a publicity stunt? Yeah, the uh, fucking viral, uh, viral marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Steve-O when he uh, duct taped himself to his billboard. Yes. Yeah. Special. yeah. <laughs> I saw Steve-O live on accident, and it on was accident. gross. How do you know accident? Yes, it was at Lollapalooza. I went to go get a um, a drink, I believe, and it, he, there was a second there's a second stage at Lollapalooza, and I had yeah. no idea that Steve-O was performing. But this is before Steve-O decided to do stand-up comedy. So this is jackass Steve-O, and he's, like, cutting his tongue and doing all this weird shit. It was gross. I turned around and went back to watch. I can't even remember what band was on stage. Probably oh, Steve got you. Steve O got you. You can't even remember what other band was playing. Like I, I feel like Steve O. Yeah, Steve O won one. that one. Yeah, Steve was something shitty. It was yeah. Lollapalooza. So. <laughs> hey, yeah, it was, um, Shots I remember fire. the lineup. It was Jurassic <laughs> Five, which is why I went. Ooh, Jurassic oh. Five is, is okay. The Roots and Roots Incubus. For a band, okay. Incubus is not a band that I enjoy personally, really? but I've seen them in concert like five times. I don't know how that happens, but I was dating a girl back in my early 20s that would keep taking me to Incubus concerts. <laughs> but this one was nice because I got to see Jurassic 5, too. Jurassic 5 is shit. I think one of the times we went, I got to see, um, God, this it was a ska band. I can't remember their name. but I, Mighty Mighty Bostones. The Mighty <laughs> Mighty Bostones opened for them. And how many ska bands are there? <laughs> Five. <laughs> There's the Mighty Mighty Bostones, the real big fish, and there was one Anyone more. Everyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Rusty Cheese Graders was me and Mike McGee's band back in high school that never performed live. We just practiced like twice. All right. All right. Wait, I thought you guys performed at the high school. Mike's like, all the bands or something. Mike's real ska band performed at the Battle of the Band. <laughs> I thought that was the Rusty Cheese Graders. No, no, no. Ska bands aren't real. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, they don't exist. What was the name of Mike's ska band back then? I can't remember. The Communist Party. The Communist Party. That makes a lot more sense than just the Communist yeah, Party. Yeah, I mean, or, or not. I mean, they, they could have been pushing an agenda. I don't know. <laughs> 
take our crap government with our crap. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got some trumpets. Come on. <laughs> Do you like the trumpets? Communism. And it's copians. That is a fact. And it's It's communism, however. Oh, jeez. Everyone, all the time. Uh, Everyone loses. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. They're all the same. It's a horrible political platform. (laughs) (laughs) You lose, and I lose, and we all lose. We all lose together. Well, well, you know, we we somebody said we would be tired of winning. So <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> Time to lose. So I got one more news story that caught my eye, and I'll, let's share it with you guys real quick. Look at this production value. I love it. Yeah. I buy Corona. Where's their sign? The sound? I don't know. Maybe they're talking over this stuff. Yeah. Oh, they're making cake pops. Anyway, they're COVID 19 shot cakes. I'm a bit skeptical. Oh, sorry. By the way, I understand him. Anti vaxxers. It is a vaccine without any side effects. You can even come. No, there is a side effect. Diabetes is a fucking side effect. (laughs) The old sugar rush. (laughs) I just thought this was a weird way to promote a vaccine. I mean, better. (laughs) Now, now this brings up a good point. What other cake pops wouldn't you want to see? Like. Except abysmal cakes, like what? Like what would you not want to see in terms of a cake pop? Cake pop. I mean, I like. I'm down. I, I'm not like offended by it being a cake pop. Like I'm yeah. just like, you can't say that there's no side effects. That's that's a misnomer. Long term side effects. It's like, yeah, hey, like you're, fucking, you're gonna get diabetes from this. It just made Wolford Brimley sad. Like diabetes. <laughs> And then have some Quaker oats instead. You know, like yeah, if there were fucking rice cakes, yeah. <laughs> rice cakes. Mm. just bricks of just dust. <laughs> At least it would be good and good for you. <laughs> it's for it's for a good cause. Just eat dust, but it, but it doesn't cure Corona. No, it sure does. Not not like that's, these that's cakes. A we all lose situation. <laughs> we all lose. At least we're all miserable together. Damn you, communists! We're back to communism. You have diabetes and you're on Medicare. You may qualify for a free meter from Liberty Medical. I mean, who else if you have type two diabetes like I have, you're confronted with choices. I hope you don't. I hope you choose to get involved with a good doctor. Find out some things about diabetes. And you're I really own. believe him. I felt like we should put that disclaimer up. Don't don't let really 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 me believe him. I hope you can make a good choice and choose communism. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely stick you with some needles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you watch you watch the kids movie on, on Netflix? Which what's that? You said you watched the kids movie on Netflix? I, I, I yes, yes. I, I made my my wife watch a kids movie called Finding Ohana on Netflix last night. Drawn in by the trailer that emulated a lot of the Goonies, which is fantastic. 
uh, yeah. Finding Ohana. Finding Ohana. Is it it's set in Hawaii? It is set in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. A, a family that is uh, currently living in New York gets shipped back to Hawaii by their mother to take care of their grandfather, and they end up going on a treasure hunt. All right. Is there yeah. an octopus? There is not an octopus. Uh, I know Ohana means family because I'm Ohana. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Oh, that doesn't look like oh, yeah. Family. It's it's full on. Yeah. Is that, is that like Data's grandchild? <laughs> <laughs> Without knowing what movie the trailer was for, that's exactly what I thought. It was not. <laughs> There's missed no actual Asians in this movie. That's that's a missed opportunity. So I watched the show. Um, well, admit first, what would you rate that on a scale of one to three geeks? Uh, one and a half. Sorry. I give it one and a half. Yeah. It's, it's still a kids' movie. There, there's still a lot of unbelievable moments. Some mysticism that comes in randomly at the end. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I just, I just watched The Undoing with um, Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. It's a David E. Kelly show, and I recommend it to anybody out there that likes a good suspense thriller. Um, uh, Hugh Grant's character gets accused of murder of a uh, ex-lover or a person he was having an affair with and there's just the mystery surrounding the wife him and his son and the twists and turns it's also got um donald sutherland in it and it's really well done it's only six episodes i really hope there's not a season two because i think the show is great as self-contained six episodes and i recommend it the only real downside i had to it is nicole kidman needs to slow down on the botox because her <laughs> reactions to things are not they're not as there as they used to be. Yeah, she's not as there. As she she's is. just like drinking yeah. a cup of water and she's like, which is weird because I just watched her on Big Little Lies and I didn't think uh, she was that bad at expressing emotion. So there must have been some kind of Botox between those two series. But uh, yeah, I recommend The Undoing. It's three out of three, easy three out of three. She's undoing her facial expression. Yeah, yes. Oh, <laughs> We're about to talk to our lawyers. We're about to get wrecked. Uh -oh. I started it Friday. It's, just timing. it's all about timing, right? You just got to wait a few weeks, let the Botox settle in. Yeah. yeah, I started it Friday. I finished it this morning, so it's really quick to get through. Hey, it's burns in yeah, yeah, it's good. It's only, like I said, six hours. It's worth It's worth six hours. It's an HBO show, so I recommend it. And David E. Kelly, who makes some really good television. Uh, I watched uh, Mosul, M-O-S-U-L, uh, on on Netflix. It's a uh, it's it's about like the Iraqi SWAT team, and uh, they're fighting ISIS, and uh, it's it's really really good. Obviously, you know, like I I had to play it with the subtitles, <laughs> but uh, but it's it was it's like an action movie, and it kind of like just it, it's. You know the way kind of the way Jason described Monster Hunters is, is this sort of way they, they drop you in. It's like action happening right now, and then when you leave, it doesn't leave in the middle of a big battle, but like it's not really over. But like the movie ends, um, but it's really good. I thought it was all right, like for a, a not United States action movie. Like it was very very well done, um, and uh, I really yeah. There we go. Um, these guys are awesome. Um, they did a really good job. Uh, the dude with the uh, 
the the mask on is is the is the guy that you uh you follow around who kind of like lets you into what's going on he uh like he's a police officer in the opening scene they're just in a shootout these guys the isis guys are just fucking laying waste to this uh, police station <laughs> and uh like that's where that's where you get that's where the movie starts <laughs> and he gets picked up the swat guys come in and save him and then he's just like incorporated into the swat team from there and you follow them around, and it, it's really, really cool. It's a very interesting story, um, and I, I really dug it. I, I thought uh, I thought it was worth a watch. A friend put me onto it, and I was, I was not sad about it. So, if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, uh, I, I'll give it a two out of three geeks. Um, it's yeah, it's a solid action flick. It's not much more than that, but they do they do get a little. Uh, there's a there's a little bit of a message there, um, but to, you know, it's it's a lot of bullets flying, pretty much. Would you uh, say out of curiosity, what? Out of out of curiosity, do other members of that team start wearing masks? You know, COVID. Uh, he's only wearing. They, the they were standing pretty close together. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's only wearing the mask because he got uh, a pretty bad gash on his face, and and the mask is holding his bandage on. Wow. Um, so no, they do not practice social distancing. <laughs> Social distancing matters less when there's bullets flying at you. <laughs> Different ways to die, right? Yep. <laughs> more urgent. You got to pick. You got to pick what's more important right now. Oh, Did I talk about uh, Terminator Dark Fate last week? Oh. I watched that last week. And, you know, I kind of liked it. I liked it, too. Yeah. Most recent Terminator? Yeah. yeah that, that, Hold that's on a minute. Bit Kate and Jason like things? Oh, my gosh. Combined? Yeah, wow. Great. Oh, I mean, like it was definitely better than every Terminator that came out, like after Terminator Two. I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Actually. Sorry, I interrupted Dan. Though, finish your thought. <laughs> Jesus, people, shut up! This is my movie now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I dug it. No, yeah, there, there you go. It, it, it's just me now. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, uh, Sarah Connor comes back as a total badass and. Trump chick that just wants to blow shit up. Um, what I really want though is is the uh, the the old Terminator uh, sitcom because because he just sells drapes, right? So he's just like like going around. It would, it would just be his his little you know sitcom of how how his life happens, and you know he he's got to disguise himself because he's four hundred pounds. And he's made of metal, and he doesn't really have emotions. <laughs> You're speaking right to my heart right now. And he's got to pick your he's got to pick your 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 drapes for you. <laughs> that that would have been the better show, I think. Uh, you know, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the problems I thought with the Terminator, <laughs> with the Terminator sequels, and I did enjoy the Sarah Connor Chronicles, especially towards the end of the series, okay. but. But I thought um, one of the problems with the Terminator movies is they shifted the focus to John Connor. And what I like about Terminator Dark Fate, and I'm going to throw the spoiler alert up there just in case somebody wants to cry about it. I like Dark Fate because in the first few seconds, they kill John Connor. And I yes. thought that was a brilliant move because the movies weren't about John Connor. They were about Sarah Connor. He just happened to be a character within the film. He, he was technically the MacGuffin of the movies. Like They had to keep him safe. And then when they shifted away from Sarah Connor, I think that's 
one of the elements all of the sequels since have missed. Even though I thought Terminator Three was okay, I have now, Salvation. One of the elements, elements that all of the sequels missed was freaking uh, the director. <laughs> yeah, that that too. <laughs> but um, you know, I um, Salvation is a guilty pleasure, Man. and um, it's completely Man. awful. It has that like, Christian Bale guy in it. <laughs> I it's an action movie, and when you get the sound going, it's a fun action movie, in my opinion. But um, what about Genesis? Genesis or whatever. But um, what about Genesis? no, it was. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah. Quit it. <laughs> no, it's 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 great because John Connor is the Terminator in that one. It's it's. Oh, old. what a twist! Oh, <laughs> yeah. I am the law. Wait, I haven't seen Genesis. Good. Thanks. Thanks for the spoiler. Thanks oh, for the spoiler. good. It's it's fine. <laughs> I mean, there's a 60% chance that you won't even know what the hell's going on in the damn movie anyway. So, I mean, there's a 100% chance you're not saying the name right. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> I was hoping Khaleesi would be good in something else, but uh, no. you know, like, no, that wasn't it. That was nope. not it. No, I agree. But um, yeah, no, I like Salvation. I liked it. Really? Salvation <laughs> or not salvation, Jesus, Dark Fate. Yeah, yeah, I like okay. Dark Fate a lot, and like I said, I really like the twist at the beginning, and I like what they did with the Arnold Terminator. And uh, I thought it was fascinating seeing a Terminator kind of grow a conscience over the years. Or like, I think I thought it was interesting just that, like, you know, it's it's like that uh, retiring people, you know, it's like when people retire, yeah. they die. Because like they're not doing anything anymore, and and it's like, what happens to a Terminator when he retires? <laughs> I guess he goes to sell drapes. But... He gets a cabin in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother movie. <laughs> but it's because yeah, like the Terminator, that that aspect of it, you know, it's like how much, you know, how much humanity can a robot contain? Is is uh, you know, is is a fun discussion topic, I guess. You know. You know. Yada yada, but uh, no, I, I I like Dark Fate. I liked it a lot more than like literally every other Terminator that came out past Terminator Two. I'm yeah. I'm I'm sad that it didn't get to continue, but um, like that that is the one Terminator movie that should have been successful. Like all the ones that were successful prior, even Salvation, even Three, which you know I have various reasons for liking both of those. No. This one should have done well because this one was actually. Yeah. It felt like the the natural progression to the series more so than anything that came before. But even if like you know the next Alien movie is is great, like it, it's still going to have the the same stigma as being a part of a bunch of shit movies to this point. <laughs> so, did I talk about Bill Paxton on this? Maybe Bill Paxton's the only one to get killed by a Terminator yeah. alien and a predator. Yeah, <laughs> but He's not technically man. on screen. <laughs> but a bit, um, Dan, uh, Dan, what would no. you give Terminator Dark Fate? Two point five. That's where I'm at. Two point five. I like that. That's it too. But but yeah, it's it's solid. It's it's pretty good. I also like the bad Terminator and how he like has a has a solid chocolate center with with, with a with a liquid chocolate you know skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> I watched. Um, well, first, did I talk about Monster Hunter on here? No. Yes. Did you watch Monster Hunter? I I, yeah, I referenced your. I, I haven't heard anything about Monster. We Hunter. We talked about it at BGMX. Oh. Okay. oh. Yes. Uh, so I saw Monster Hunter. Wait a minute. And... You went out of the house. 
yes, my son wanted to go and just bought the ticket, so I went. Yeah, I didn't want to see. I did not want to see this movie. I didn't even know this was a movie. Like I had no frame of reference going into the theater. So okay. I, I frame of reference. Who the fuck needs that? I didn't even know. Just use sword and shield. You're fine. <laughs> I didn't even know Mila Jovovich was in it. So I go into. I think that's best case scenario. It's I go the same in. Team as Resident Evil. Just to, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Mila Jovovich got me in a mint in trouble when we were younger because we were watching Cuffs in his living room and his mom walked in as she's dancing in her underwear and his mom was not happy by that moment of the movie. <laughs> Amit has obviously drank that memory away. She just wasn't yeah, happy. No, he, yeah, he does not remember that at all. His face is just <laughs> blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember Highlander three. Yeah, I, that's all you watched. You got a video card just to run Highlander <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> but um. Uh, so I, I sat down. I saw Mila Jovovich pop up, and um, most of her movies are guilty pleasures for me. I like I like her in things. I wish she would do better things, but I like seeing her in movies. The Resident Evils after two are all guilty pleasures of mine. Like I I don't think I'll ever go back and revisit them, but I never hated the time I spent watching them. <laughs> but uh, going into Monster Hunter, it's the same creative team as the Resident Evil franchise. And then I saw Mila Jovovich. I'm like, okay, at least she's in this. You know, got something that I like looking at to look at. So um, yeah, she's almost always in in her husband's movies. So yeah, yeah, and he's the director, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So um, it movie starts you, it throws you in the action, it keeps you in the action, and then the movie ends. It doesn't really end. It just keeps going. Like I felt the movie should have ended where it didn't end. And then it keeps going some more. And then you feel like it could end again. But it doesn't. It keeps going. And then the movie ends literally in the middle of an action sequence. Which, So if this movie had been shaved down maybe 35 minutes. because it was a lot. Two and a half an hour. Over two hours long. Like if, this, if, <laughs> if this had been a solid 90 minute movie like I think most of the Resident Evils are then I probably would have given this two out of three geeks. But this movie is gets one out of three geeks, and I'm being generous because Mila Jovovich is in it, and I really like her. I really want her... Like I want her to make she, that movie. She makes bad movies. Like, yeah. <laughs> she makes a lot of money to make bad movies. I had the same feeling as I did Resident Evil. I didn't hate the fact that I was in the theater watching it, but as soon as I left the theater, I'm like, I'm never no, gonna watch it again. Syndrome. That's free ticket syndrome. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Like, get paid that's for your bill. But again, one out of three geeks. Take my one with a grain of salt because <laughs> I have a thing for Mila Jovovich and. I like the movie she's in to some degree, so one out of three. But uh, uh fun side note, Milly Jovovich also makes bad music. <laughs> really? Or, or well, did, did yes. <laughs> uh, we we got a CD in the store, like like when I used to work there, and I was like, oh, oh, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> so it's like a, a Jared Leto situation. Yeah, yeah, kinda. I really like this question, Saj. Yeah, you're like a whole Hogan. And uh, Saj, we'll be doing our one division review at one o'clock. But um, quick question: What is your guys' least favorite movie? Let's start Ooh. with Dan. Uh, pass. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to think about this yet. Oh, okay. One of, yeah. one of I can go. Mine's movies. on top of my head. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, one of my least favorite movies is um, The Dark Knight Rises, that because there was a lot of hype. For that, and you know, like they're coming off of the Dark Knight movie, uh, and it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Who, he hasn't made a lot of bad movies, 
for that to be as terrible as it was, I, I was uh, that was a pretty low low for me. Like that that was almost rock bottom as far as movies are concerned. And there, there are movies that are made cheaply and movies that are, are made poorly and getting like there are B movies that are bad on purpose. But this movie was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say the Dark Knight Rises is one of my least favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I like Dark Knight Rises, but I understand. I understand that there's a lot of plot holes. A lot of plot holes. A lot of plot holes. Like you could. Oh, understatement of the century. Wait, wait. Which one was the Dark Knight Rises? Was that the, the Bane one, one or the? That was Bane. the last one, Bane. Bane. Oh, Bane. Uh, they, they, they all kind of sucked, but you know. Yeah, Dan's uh, doesn't like the Dark Knight, but um. <laughs> Um, my least favorite movie of all time, and fuck this movie. I hate this movie. It is oh, it's so bad, and it's not Wonder Woman, even though Wonder Woman is so Wonder close. <laughs> Independence Day Two was one of those movies that I hated, and by the time somebody finally suggested to turn it off, it's like half uh, thirty minutes from the end. I had already sat through two hours of the stupid thing because nobody wanted to turn it off, and I was like, "F you." F you. I am finishing the last 30 minutes of this movie so I can say I made it. I made it. And I hate every decision of it. And I don't hate it as much as I hated Heroes Reborn. But we're not talking TV shows. We're talking <laughs> movies. And Independence Day 2 is probably... If I had seen uh, it in theaters, I would have walked out. <laughs> so... I'm not. I'm gonna be not as visceral as Jason was just there. And the um, sucks when okay, Will Smith said. Yeah. When Will Smith said, just, "I'm gonna make Suicide <laughs> Squad instead of Independence Day 2, they should have waited. I, all right. I really feel your pain. At least we got a Bill Pullman speech in the movie, mm -hmm. which was okay. And we got a little bit of Jeff Goldblum, whom I like. That that's the only nice things I can say is those guys were in the movie because they didn't do anything fun. Sorry, Justin. Fucking you're, you're okay. I just the vitriol. I can feel your pain through the microphone yeah. and watch the, Independence Day Resurgence, and you will regurgitate everything you ate from the week before. It is so bad. <laughs> but don't watch it. But don't watch it. That's what happened. Don't watch it. You should probably be in the hospital if you're gonna watch. Ooh, it. I thought I turned that into poo. You know how Max is dry heaving. You won't be dry heaving after you watch Independence Day Two. <laughs> It'll be wet heaving. Oh <laughs> uh, well, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> that sounds oh, kind of amusing at this point. We're just gonna stair step our way through that one. Um, <laughs> my least favorite movie uh, was uh, probably Aragon because I was such oh. a big fan of the books, and then I and child me went to go see that movie hmm. and just. Oh, they punched me in the face with how bad that movie was. It just I wanted it to be so good. I was like, I'm gonna get a Harry Potter series out of my favorite book series. And like they just did no. not do that well. It just yeah. it hurt my heart. <laughs> if they would have started with Aragon and Harry Potter would have been the one that was like the cheaply made, like, oh my god, they can cash in on this, you know, like like mm -hmm. sub series, then it would have worked out in your favor. But unfortunately, yeah, Harry Potter hey. came first. Yeah, and did it so much better. Like, yeah. just obviously better. It's like, if I can compare apples to apples like this, oh, man, it was bad. 
But. Oh yeah, no, it, it, Aragon was a cash grab. It was yeah. straight up like, "Hey, it, this is a book. Go watch the movie." <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, I hurt my heart because I, I I read that first book a lot when I was a kid. I I just had it on repeat, and it just hurt my heart. Other than that, that's my least but, favorite movie. But Justin, if you change the E to a D, it spells dragon. I didn't know that. Oh no, it changes the whole review. I love oh. that movie now. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's, that's a bad fair. <laughs> uh, so, I know why none of you have brought up Avatar. You know, the one that's not about the last air, airbender. The blue people? The blue I love people. that. I just got done watching that. Because it's not <laughs> about that last airbender. And then the one that they did make about the airbender, that also sucked. Yeah, it takes four people to move a rock. I, I, like, <laughs> I just got done watching. I literally... Just got done watching the Blue People movie. Like I, I was watching oh, it before this podcast. I, I dig that so. movie. Oh, I, I, I dig that movie because it's like uh, it, it, it's a weird. Um, it, it, it's, it's like it shows America. You know, like you know, like, again, it, it's, it's Earth, but like I feel like it's showing America for what it really is. And then like America does a World Trade Center on these on these uh, native, native people. And, then, and by the end of it, you're rooting for the insurgents. Like, I, I, I dig it. I, I don't know why. I dig it. I don't know why. So, so, so many moral <laughs> dilemmas like in that movie. Like, it just never should have been one. But seriously, it came out at the same time that the Last Airbender cartoon was out. Yeah. I was expecting the Last Airbender. I did not get the Last Airbender. Yeah, that, that is, uh, and that then, is definitely not the yes. Last Airbender. <laughs> Mike Beecher yeah, sure. says, "Ready Player One was horrible compared to the book." It's I can get behind that. I can get behind I was the book either. I, I really like the movie, and what I've learned with books to adaptations, like people expecting House of M out of WandaVision, you need to slow down your expectations because Marvel has always changed the way the story is told in their cinematic universe. And I just feel like when you go into a movie, you have to expect it's not going to be the book. And just well, I mean, soak it in for what it is. Sometimes they get it right, though. Fight Club. That was a yeah. better movie than a book. The Shining. I, I would argue that it's a better movie. But, I would uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking The Mist. The ending was, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, so I, I, I liked Ready Player One, but I've heard a lot of people make that same comparison, Mike. So you're definitely not alone. In the oh, world. I, I make that same comparison every day. I, I'd much rather <laughs> book, for sure. Anybody see that ready? Have you read uh, Ready Second Player? I believe that's the name of the Ready Player Two. Yeah, I haven't yet, but it. I bought it. <laughs> I love the shining sequence in Ready Player One. The movie was awesome, yeah. and it takes place in Columbus, Ohio. And I could totally see Columbus, Ohio, looking like that in like five years. <laughs> I just like the Iron Giant. You're down <laughs> High Street enough; it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dan. What is okay. your favorite movie? I, I had to look this up because I wiped it from my mind. Okay. <laughs> now, years and years ago, I I used to be a projectionist in a movie theater, so I got to come in for free. This is the only movie that I ever walked out of, and I got in for free. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Hollywood Homicide. Hollywood Homicide. Who's in that? Harrison Ford and Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. ooh, I know I know this movie. I've seen the box for this movie. A hundred times, and that's this as is far as the 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 worst movie to me because it is the most mediocre piece of shit I have ever seen. So so this this is like the the very middle of the spectrum for me. Like 
Like you have good on this side because they're too bad. You have good on this side because they're actually good, but that's where it sucks. I like this question too, Sasha. You're getting two in a row, buddy, because I'm giving you two. Um, what is your favorite anime? But the one that I like the most, what was your first R-rated movie? Oh. I know. Mine's easy. Revenge of yeah. the Earth. He's five years old. I should not have been watching that movie at five years old. <laughs> He's dead, so I shouldn't have been. Uh... I turned out just five. Dead. <laughs> we can argue that statement for a while. I think it was a, band, a whole man. hour of that. Van Damme was probably second. I, I only remember yeah. my first R-rated movie just because it had such an impact on my life. <laughs> uh, it's why I wanted to be a nerd. I wanted to perform yeah. one of the songs at the school talent show, and they wouldn't let me, even though the song was nothing wrong with the song. My, uh, my favorite anime is probably Samurai Shampoo. I really, really think that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, I, I'm going to say it's a Van Damme movie. I'm not even sure which one, but I know like, my mom was a huge Van Damme fan. So I feel like that was one of the first rated armies. It could have been something else besides Revenge of the Nerds because I, I used to watch movies with my dad all the time. It could have very well been a Van Damme. I remember walking in on a Friday the 13th movie. My dad was watching <laughs> sooner than Revenge of the Nerds, but I never watched it all the way through, so I don't. I wouldn't count that. <laughs> Dustin, do you remember what your first R-rated movie was? Was it last year? It was. Oh, man. Yeah, it was it was really a stretch for me. Really had to step out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> had to leave the Mormon house. And <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I, I kind of I brought my grandma with me, and we held hands, and we sat oh. in the theater. And we said, I'm not ready for this. It was, it was also her movie. Yeah, she looked at my, me in my eyes, and she said, "I don't know what we're looking at." <laughs> how, do, how do people have those and they're different Justin's like grandma let's go watch showgirls it's got that nice lady from Saved oh, by the Bell I would like never that. my grandma's a saint I would never do that <laughs> I would <laughs> maybe but I would uh, I don't remember my first rated R movie I'm sure it was just something packed full of violence though I imagine that's the, the rated R my parents would let, would let me break you know what I mean of all the things we all know Mitz was Highlander. Mitz, what was your? Was, you know what? I don't think it was. I, I actually had to go look this up because I wasn't sure what the rating for this movie was. But I think it might have been the Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was yeah, the first one. I've never seen that. Uh, yeah, you should, you should. Uh, all those Clint Eastwood. I know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it was also West. probably the first extra long movie that I ever saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really long. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever see Gods and Generals or whatever? That had an intermission and it killed me. I was just like, that, that <laughs> I was thinking of a long movie. Actually, yeah, that movie was terrible. Yeah, God I was there for four hours because the book is awesome. Was that the one that was basically um, uh, what's the one they always show you in school? Uh, fucking glory, glory. Yes, it was like glory on crack. Not really. Um, mm -hmm. Gods and generals focus more on the, uh, the the southern generals, but it was it was done. It was, it was written by a guy named Jeb Shara, who who did some really good shit. All the the guy that also wrote Gettysburg, the you know, the movie they made off of that. But gods and generals oh, had I'm had like the talk about the address. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, gods and generals had like the shittiest budget ever, <laughs> and it's 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 not good. They they tried, but no. <laughs> they gave it their best effort. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, come on, guys, let's let's, let's go do this. It's it's like one step up from a like a film Civil War reenactment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took us long too. 
Like, if you're not going to yeah. spend the money, I would say do not do a period piece. You know, like it, it's yeah, not, it, exactly. It's, <laughs> I mean, really the cannonball bursts are like are like digitally added in. Oh uh, <laughs> no! no. <laughs> anyway, it was bad. <laughs> so if you guys are watching us live, uh, leave in the comments below what your uh, first R-rated movie was or even what your least favorite movie is. We'd love to hear it, and we'll throw it up on the screen as well. Uh, Dan, so what was your first R-rated movie? Return of the Living Dead. Of course it was. That does yes. not surprise me. <laughs> and uh, also, for, for the other part of the question, my, my favorite anime series is Outlaw Star. Okay. I think the first really? R-rated movie I rented was Night... Mare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> the gay one. <laughs> no, really. Look it up, people. <laughs> it is. It is. Definitely overtones between Freddy and the main guy. No, between like the... You've, you've got the main guy who, who's like happily dancing on his bed. Um, you've, you've got the coach who's into S&M. Yeah, you've got, you've got the whole thing between Freddy and that guy. Dude doesn't even look at his girlfriend. Have half the thing. Um, there, there. There's the whole fight between the, the the main actor and like his best friend. It's very, very homoerotic. You reminded me, Dan. I was watching Fright Night yesterday, and I, I like the movie a lot. One of the things oh, yeah. that made me so mad is his girlfriend is there. Like they're they're getting ready to have sex for the first time. It's going to be fabulous. But he can't stop looking out the window. At what's going on in his neighbor's yeah. house? It's yeah. like, dude. Focus, and then worry but then, about your. But then neighbor. the neighbor kidnaps the uh, the 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 neighbor chick from uh, Married with Children, so. Yes. Um, Marcy. Uh, okay, so is uh, is <laughs> is uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two. Is that more or less homoerotic than Top Gun? More. More. Come or on, less come on, Goose. Than Batman and Robin. More. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, Freddy old, so. Freddy's Dead is a better movie in, than um, uh, Batman and Robin by... I like, like Freddy's Dead. His so do I. He said it was better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't get so defensive, Dan. <laughs> okay. No, don't no, it's like, it's like you're, you're, you're th dragging it through the dirt. <laughs> But but say that's eh, still better. <laughs> hey, come, come on now, don't don't even put that close to Batman and Robin. <laughs> All right, guys, I got a three geeks exclusive. I have the new trailer for Jurassic World three. We can see the title at the top. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. <laughs> you can see the title. Why do you gotta ruin everything with your logic, <laughs> Justin? <laughs> I was no doubt. Our attractions will drive kids out of there. And it's better than Jurassic Fallen Kingdom by a long shot. I want to see this movie. Uh, yeah, again, we've like, made living biological attractions. It's still just Jurassic Park. Back to the again? <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. Two species just went suddenly thrown back into the mix together. <laughs> possibly have the slightest idea what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Let it go. Doesn't want to be fat. He wants to hunt. I won't leave this playing the whole time. We got to watch the chase, the T Rex chase. It's so good. 
Where's the goat? Yes. Oh, you know what happened to that goat. Yeah, we all know what happened to that goat. <laughs> so the reason I showed that is watching that. I think Max shared it, and that's how it got into my tunnel vision. But uh, I think it would be fun to do a remake revolution between two people where each person can remake whatever movie they want. The only rule is they have to incorporate the character of Pee Wee Herman into the film. No, that's just too easy. <laughs> see, I want to see like, this. That's like saying, uh, you know, it's like uh, which movie would you uh, would you have remade where only one, the only one character is a person and the rest are Muppets? Oh, <laughs> see, I want to see, I want to see Flash Dan. Dance. I want Flash. <laughs> see, I want to see. I want this to be Dan and Brian's match against each other. I want Dan and Brian to remake a movie and incorporate Pee Wee Herman into it. We know it's going to be fun and exciting coming from both teams. How did I get stuck with armpit hair, man? <laughs> no, not not on the same. Oh, team. we know against each other, Dan. Against. Oh, so okay. this might be the one you a, win. A, a true battle. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> Space <laughs> opera with arm hair. Yeah. <laughs> and Pee Wee Herman apparently. But um, there are some real news stories. We're not going to just make you guys listen to us review stuff for days. But um, are we not going to talk about GameStop? Oh yeah, power the players, man. Haven't we heard enough about it? What was that, mate? Haven't we heard enough about GameStop? Oh yeah, no, I, I was kidding. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, I don't know if anybody really cares about this. The Matrix 4 has a title called Matrix Revolu Resurrection. Matrix Resurrection. Uh, I mean, they, they kept with the How honest. long did it take are, to are, write this film? Are they releasing it on Easter? <laughs> yes. Keanu Reeves is Jesus. they 100% <laughs> short. No. <laughs> I um. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I'm curious about this movie because the reason the reason I'm curious is I don't think Keanu Reeves would sign on at this point in his career. His career is doing really, really well unless he had faith in the script. Eh, you know, uh, Keanu guys? Reeves is set to make like ten percent of like the overall budget of of all Matrix <laughs> stuff, right? Like it just yeah. it just makes a lot of business sense. Him to do the movie regardless. <laughs> Guys, have, have you seen anything about cyberpunk? <laughs> just how crash and burn it was, or is there something no. new about it? Yeah, yeah because uh, he's he's there. <laughs> he is in there. Yeah, he is there. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, he is there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the game doesn't work. Watch the glitch videos. They're, they're freaking hilarious. It's so, oh man, I played it. It's there's a lot. Oh. Of yeah, there's <laughs> even a lot of better, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, unless someone can walk out of the, the fourth Matrix movie and be like, I can't even tell you what this movie is about. Because, like, that's what happened with the first one. Everyone after that, they're like, well, you know, this happened. Um, but, uh, if they're like, you know, it's good, I can't explain it, just go watch it, then maybe I'll give it a watch. But, uh, if, if I get a solid explanation of what's going on, then it's obviously not good enough. Like, I, I just, uh, I've, Dude. I've lost all faith in... The Wachowskis for Matrix movies, and 
Maybe even for movies, because like I haven't really liked any of their movies since The Matrix. How how old were you when The Matrix came out? I was a teenager. No, we have been nine. So yeah, yeah, I was like sixteen. Okay, so you didn't know shit about anything basically when The Matrix. Damn. Came out. So it's no, like, no. well, no, no, you're you're, you're, you're a teenager. You're I, mean, I, I I didn't either. So so it's like it's like wow, it blew my mind. Doesn't I mean fucking mighty mighty boss tones blew blew Jason's <laughs> mind. Time. Okay, and that's the, definitely not high art. All right, so wood, <laughs> Dan. So you just basically you you just needed you know a uh, 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 a very deep voiced man to to speak philosophy to you while while shit flew around and. Keanu Reeves dodged bullets, and it was yeah, and it was like that's the impression like, that I got. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the greatest thing ever. But <laughs> well, I mean, but like also they they had uh, like that the Matrix advanced the industry a little bit, like it, with what they did with like the bullet time and all that stuff, like had yeah. not really been done, and and there was also that aspect to it. Uh, yeah. If you give me a movie, like, and that's the same thing. What's that dude's fucking name? The director. Uh, Terminator 2. Uh, uh, J- James James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. Whenever James Cameron makes a fucking movie, he like advances the industry. The, 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 there's something else to the movie that, that you can't put your finger on because like the dude is thinking way outside the box. So it, like if they're not doing that, then I don't care. You know, it, 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 no. Like I watched uh, Ninja Assassin, which is which is just uh, redundant. I like that one. Nah. <laughs> Because I I like how the whole army shows up at the end for no real reason. <laughs> I, I had a Korean friend in uh, college who dragged me to that because he's like the main guys I think Korean and he's like we're going to see this movie. I was like yeah. okay, I was like we'll do that. <laughs> All right, guys. guys, we got one more thing that I put in the show notes that we got to react to, and that is Godzilla versus King Kong. But I'm gonna oh. keep our mics on so we can talk over it. Yeah. Hopefully, people don't come. And- Fucking it's a, it no, WB doesn't do that. They're good. Trust me. Are, are I, you sure? I, is this yeah, rank page no. too? All they do is take the money we make off of the video, which jokes on them. <laughs> when I saw the chick looking out the helicopter, I thought it was a new Tomb Raider movie. But I've seen this trailer. To be honest. Yeah, oh, is that dude from True Blood? Yeah, I think so. This child. She's the only one who will communicate with. You sign my doll. That's where Chucky went. Yeah. I made a promise to protect her. I think that in some way, Kong did the same. I want to see this movie. I will see any Godzilla movie ever. I honestly yeah. haven't seen Godzilla 2 yet, but I've liked, you know, for them what they are Which so far. One? <laughs> I mean, I think we keep them for what they are. They're just fun movies. Who yeah. doesn't like gigantic monsters fighting each other? Stands a chance. Without a plot. Well, he should we always had this fight on Steve's knobs. Yeah. Max won me over because I was Team King Kong, but they got me on Team Atomic Godzilla. Breath, okay? Yeah. How does King Kong fight that? What is this, Max? See? Oh, no. Your no. ten giant fingers. But I felt your fist off your body with my atomic breath. Like, give me a break. They can't show that. It's PG-13. He was born of radiation. He's like the Hulk. It just feeds him. So does Kyle Chandler. Something provoking that we're not seeing here. See, here's the problem with these movies, though. 
She drives. We're getting old, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Home turf advantage. Yeah, totally. Mayor bonus. I mean, Godzilla fights Geetra, you know? Like, like, <laughs> he does have these, though. I mean, it's hard to fight with these. What, T-Rex arms? No. Oh, okay. So, He's okay. got a big fucking tail. He just turns around. and. Yeah. But the problem with this is that we probably saw all, all the fight scenes in this trailer, and the rest of that is going to be, like, the boring-ass people that you don't give a shit about driving around and reacting to big Talking. things. Yeah, because that, that's what always happens. I don't want to see talking in this. I want to see giant things beat the shit out of each other. Looking out of you know, a screen. They're all going to come together. Oh, my God. They're going to yeah, come together, are. have a big hug it out, and then save the world. That's well, how remember, it's going to end. Remember the, the, awesome. the, the second Godzilla movie where, where there was the whole lady who was a terrorist and all that bullshit going on? I don't care. <laughs> um, and and, and to, uh, to, to stop your feud... Uh, Gamera would win. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, that's a Godzilla villain. Okay? No, it's, it's not. He's, he's got his own series. Oh, okay. Well, then, he's, whatever. He's the Toho version. He's the giant flying turtle. <laughs> I want sure. a flying turtle. Why not? Sounds like a Godzilla villain to me. <laughs> no. Sorry, buddy. Oh, um, no. Like, but, like the, I, I'm not a fan of this just because that last scene where they've got. Godzilla doing the atomic breath for, for whatever weapon Kong has fashioned, <laughs> and it just like makes it glow so that he's basically hitting himself with atomic breath. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. feeling this. I, uh, I, I Godzilla would obviously win this fight, and so uh, the movie it would be good though if they were just like, you know what? We don't care that each other exists. We're just gonna destroy all the things that people make. Or they're going to bury the lead and have a different being be the bad. You know what I mean? Like they'll spend a couple of minutes on this and then, oh crap. Like, uh, what was it? Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Where, like, (laughs) something else bigger shows up. Martha needed saved. Martha! Why did you say that name? (laughs) (laughs) Little little girls show up and sing and Martha shows up. Nice. All right, everybody. We'll be back right after this with Stacy Toy and our review of WandaVision episode four. Talk to you guys soon. Talk commercial, take five. Hey, Jason, have you ever been accused of a crime? I have not yet, John. But if I ever was, there's only one man I would call, and that man is Benjamin Matlock. You would be right to do that because he's a guy that can certainly clear your name of any accusations that come your way. It doesn't matter, man, if you're accused of, say, I don't know, murdering your ex-husband live on your TV cooking show or using a pair of scissors to stab your business manager to death. Or maybe, maybe you sneak into your landlord's office and off him overnight during the Christmas season, Matlock can get you taken care of. And you know what? He's also a dude that is the subject of a pretty cool podcast called Matt Talk. Right, Jason? Yeah, he is. And uh, I'm so glad John just aired out all my dirty laundry. But um, it's great to know that when I stab my landlord or I, uh, you know, commit any crimes, I can call the one man. And that one man is Benjamin Matlock. That's right. And you can check out our podcast called Matt Talk every 
second and fourth Monday of the month. It's available on all of the podcasting platforms, including Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash Talk, And it's available through the Facebook page. Of course, that is at Matt Talk Podcast. And uh, you could check out every single episode when they drop. And real soon, real soon, it'll be available every Saturday at noon through the Scene Snobs channel. Just look for scene sno- the Scene Snobs, excuse me, on Facebook or thescenesnobs.com. Jason, tell them about the email and the Twitter account, please. You guys can email us anytime at B-N-M-A-T-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. That is benmatttalk at gmail.com. One more time, benmatttalk at gmail.com. Email me. Let us know what you think of this commercial. Let us know what you think of the episodes. We have some great interviews with Lori Lathine and... um, Linda Pearl and Scott Valentine and a ton of other great episodes. And by the way, check us out on Twitter. We just got on Twitter at MattTalk underscore podcast. And so, ladies and gentlemen, check out an episode. And as they say in court, nothing further. Hi, I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations, we cover true crime, cryptids, movies, anything you can literally think of. We are all over it. Everything spoopy. On Wednesdays, and why? Wednesdays are for podcasts. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, it's John Orlando from the PVD Cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pvdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, and don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVD Cast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVD Cast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later. What's going on, everybody? It's the Scene Snob, McManhattan, and I'm here to tell you guys about thescenesnobs.com. We're a channel of variety, comedy, entertainment, geek-related, sports, the whole nine yards. We cover almost every genre. We have so many great shows to choose from. We have shows like the Scene Snobs podcast, BTB podcast, the Guapo show, the Sports Snobs podcast, the PVD cast, Jeff Dwoskin presents Crossing the Streams, the Three Geeks Podcast, The Fandom Effect, we probably have the only Matlock-based podcast called Matt Talk, and we're introducing new shows all the time. We have new shows coming up like The Ear Hustling Podcast, Carpool Shenanigans, and of course, From Some Nobodies, Twitching Upstream, and Talking Upstream. So come on, check out thescenesnobs.com, enjoy it. And please leave feedback. Like, follow, subscribe us, and just let us know what you think. We love to have all the interaction. So I, again, am the Scene Snob McManhattan. Check out thescenesnobs.com. You can follow us anywhere on social media at the Scene Snob. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Three, two, one.
one. I'm Gunnar Quaylen. I'm Jenna St. Clair. From churchofsecrets.org. You're listening to John, Dan, Scott, Max, and Jason. On the Three Geeks Podcast. We're back, everybody. I am so glad that uh, you guys are still with us. Was that the uh, the couple? That- yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. awesome yeah. Awesome. We were banned from playing that for a while, but now we can play it all we yeah. want. Right? So, and- for the record... That was awesome. That was that, all the all the new commercial stuff was really, really good. I, uh, just, I missed the old Matt Talk commercial. I like it was that. funny. It was funny. But this one had a lot of good pauses. I forgot Linda Pearl's name. <laughs> we had Lori Lathine and duh. Uh, <laughs> I, I really did a good good pickup there. But uh, Justin, I'm actually going to send that to you and have you clean up the Matt Talk one a little bit if you don't mind. I can sure try. Because I tried to, and it was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> that sounds great for me, then. Yeah. Have, have fun with that shit. They're going to hate it. Enjoy. No, I mean, give... Um, it's like someone drops a live, like, pissed off King Cobra in your lap. Like, there you go. Feel it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. The stuff we've been... It for uh, me, but it might work for you. <laughs> the stuff we've been doing with Larry, and I'm still not going to give any specifics on it, but the stuff we've been doing for Larry... Justin is getting compliments from like some pretty important people in Hollywood, and so Justin, like seriously, man, you're doing a good job. Cool. I mean, Larry, Larry, Larry's cool at all. Like, but I mean, like Larry, the name Larry is is pretty generic. You know, it's like if they don't, if no one knows who you're talking about, that's not really like. <laughs> yeah, there's some guy named Larry, but he yeah. doesn't like us. <laughs> there's a man behind a Denny's who is <laughs> saying I'm doing great things. My old bowling buddy, Larry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I die, attend my funeral at Denny's. (laughs) I'm putting that in my will. Uh, Yeah, we'll just try to find a Denny's that'll make that happen. Can you die around Baconalia, though? It's important to me that Baconalia is a thing when I go to Denny's. (laughs) I don't think I'll leave the house. I don't, I don't do funerals, man. Like, I hate weddings and funerals like equally. I, I, I feel like they're all a giant waste of time. Well, all right then. Like, yeah. like, that person's dead. There you go. Like, what? What? What do we care? I mean, like, you know, like the the, the wake or the reception. I'm down for. Like, are we doing a lot of drinking or a lot of eating and drinking? Like, okay, but I, I don't want to go to this thing and, and hang out like this boring thing that nobody likes. Nobody actually likes those things. Well, actually, some people do, <laughs> but they're sick. <laughs> I was waiting for Dan to be like, "I love it." Unless <laughs> we're talking about weddings, that's that's slightly less sick. But <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm going if I can. I would like a Viking burial. I want the the boat and the, the guy with the arrow and fucking yeah. you know, the, the pyre, I'm, I'm down for that. Like, and uh, and and your girlfriend getting burned alive on it. Yeah, sure, why not? Like, like, I'm all <laughs> I also want to love you, honey. <laughs> if she I'm just waiting for the sequel to Wedding Crashers. All right. <laughs> Wait, Crashers, the new Vince Vaughn movie. <laughs> yeah. Hot feet. Oh, I got him. The body set up. <laughs> But uh, okay, guys, one division. I'm gonna throw up a little spoiler alert here because I know people have been waiting to hear our thoughts on this episode of One Division. I'm gonna start with Max because I don't really know what his thoughts are. <laughs> um, I, I was falling asleep during this episode, 
Uh, that's just like that's that's not anything against the episode, but uh, it, it wasn't. Uh, it, it obviously wasn't grabbing me like the other ones were. Um, it, it it filled in a lot, and uh, I, I did dig that. It was all in color, so if you're one of those people who are not a fan of black and white, you don't have to worry. It was it was 100 in color, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, it was just like the, okay, here's what's going on kind of deal. And, uh, I thought it was just okay. Um, you know, but like, I like the opening sequence where they go back to the, the blip and, and, and you see kind of from a different perspective, you know, like, like what happened of somebody returning from that. And, uh, I, I did like that a lot. Yeah. You got to really do your homework on, um, who her character is. Like you got to know the names and stuff. Like they don't spoon feed it to you that. Oh, she's Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. Remember you saw her you know, in it's that like, movie? Yeah, your second cousin's ex. Remember you saw her in that you know, movie? Lost roommate. Like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I do like that this episode uh, has two of uh, the comic relief, and I I'm so glad that Agent Wu is back. Agent Wu is yes, and yeah. I'm glad he's the guy that's going to explain all this complicated stuff. And I guess there uh, he pulled back. I don't remember the first Ant-Man or Ant-Man 2, so apologize. I haven't seen it in a while. But uh, I guess he pulled the card trick out that Ant-Man yeah. taught him. I I, I didn't catch the reference. But, uh, no, I, I this episode went by really fast and for me. That's pretty much what Ant-Man 2 was about, uh, was Detective Blue learning magic. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I got out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, obligatory um, episode catching up to what's going on outside of the bubble that they're in. It was coming. I didn't expect it to come so soon, but I get it. You know, so many, only so many people are going to be on with the show while it's the sitcom format. And I like the references to who would watch a sitcom with two Avengers. Like, it's fun, funny stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, me too. Yes. But uh, <laughs> if it was actually funny, I would. <laughs> Dan. Yes. Up anywhere in your. Yeah, last last one hit well, a point on the Dan scale. So I, I got up. Yesterday, and I, I went up to, to my TV room, and I turned on Disney Plus, and I looked at the WandaVision thing, and then I watched uh, Star Wars Episode Three instead. So, <laughs> so sorry. Ouch! Episode, wow! Give me in the first half. Episode I'm not gonna lie. Three, you know what? Prequels. No. I I, I like it when when he, he kills all the children. <laughs> That's bad. Like, just fast forward to that part and then watch it and then stop. No, it. no, because I, I like to watch the bad acting just just so she dies at the end. He slows the <laughs> frames down, just really did. Yeah, yeah. Sand. <laughs> I hate sand. High ground. <laughs> no, Anakin, I've got the high ground. Wait, why am I spotlighted? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you do it more? Do it more. Oh. And then, <laughs> then I heard everybody was like, oh, yeah, this WandaVision was, was so much better. And I was like, I don't care. So, <laughs> and that's that's where I am with WandaVision. I'm no longer emotionally invested in this show. No, nope, don't care. <laughs> Gotham got me once. This will not do that shit. <laughs> I mean, Max called it out for what it is. It is a catch-up episode. Uh, if you haven't been watching the first three, you probably would have. You're, you're done. You, you figured it out by four, right? Yeah. You don't really need to know a whole lot more. Um, I do like all the references to uh, Monica Rambo or Maria Rambo. 
uh, being called out as Photon on the John Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It's still continuing, but I, I don't think that it's hit its peak yet. So I think we got a glimpse of one of the bad guy in this episode. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, and it's also you know, it's like I, with all the uh, weird. There's no weird Hydra commercial in this one because there's no like yeah. sitcom episode. So like that was kind of throwing me off too. Like I'm, I'm still interested to see like how much Hydra or uh, Strucker is involved, or if it's just because he was the guy who you know originally got Wanda, you know, with all this stuff. Is that why he's being referenced, or is he, like is he actually still doing you know something? Is, is what I'm interested in right now. I I am Justin. Yeah. Did you watch the latest WandaVision? I did. I did. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I, I always enjoy getting more backstory. But uh, I mean, I agree with everyone else. It was just a catch-up episode. Just make sure you get kind of get a feel for kind of what the. If you didn't know what was going on, you should know roughly what's going on now, right? Um, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. Randall Park is one of my favorite comedic actors. So anytime I get to see this guy, it is a plus. So I. I loved the episode, but I loved it for the Randall Park and um, Kat Dennings uh, back yeah, and forth. They were pretty good together, I thought. Yeah, and I like that. I like again that it's that team that's feeding us some of the more complicated stuff in the series because I think that's a better way of doing it than having some scientists come on and say, "Oh, this is what's going on." I mean, so. you could get the guy from the Matrix to come over and give you pills. <laughs> Why, oh, why did not think <laughs> yeah, continues, continues to be a three out of three for me because the show blew by for me. Like Max said, he was falling asleep, but for me, it felt like we were watching the show for five minutes. I even turned to Max yeah, and said, I That's like it. I'm like, Is there more? I'm like, There's got to be more. Like, I sat there and watched all of the credits because I couldn't <laughs> think half an hour had passed. Just imagine, you know, Jason turning to Max about everything, and Max is like, <laughs> he only falls asleep once. Because he, as soon as he falls asleep, the snoring begins. Like there's yes. no, there's no grace period. There's no in between. He only got a couple snores in, and he was up. He like wakes himself up. Yeah, no, it's that bad. I remember when we went to go see the Ghost in the Shell flick. Again, <laughs> again, I got Max on this side. I got Scott on this side, <laughs> and like Scott just looks looks horribly confused after like an hour of the movie. And I turn over to Max, and he's like snoring. <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever. It's gonna be a Max, good review. Max is like a battery. He just charges himself randomly throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, like two like second charge to get Max an additional two hours on his day. <laughs> a man likes a nap. Okay. Yeah. The battery life is slowly getting less and less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be getting old. <laughs> to be solar powered. I hear yeah. you, man. I was up till one a.m. last night, and I don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> I'm never up to right. one. Maybe eleven. Usually right. nine. Usually nine. nine. <laughs> Eight. Ten o'clock is is bedtime. It's, it's that's it. Night night. I'm not doing nothing else. Uh, I that try not to. How... <laughs> That depends how how far the rabbit hole I am on like YouTube or something, you know. <laughs> oh, YouTube's rabbit hole, man! It sucks time away. I went on uh, Illuminati rabbit hole like a few years ago, and I started like 
8 p.m. And then the next thing I know, it's like 4 a.m. And I'm still in front of my computer watching these videos. I had no idea. What did you learn? Nothing. Exactly. (laughs) Nothing. Full uh, That there's a lot of people in the world that believe dumb stuff. Yes. This is very true. You knew that before that started. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yeah, make some of us go to bed at 10. We're not up all night doing whatever it is you do. Yeah, hey, dude, I, I have to be up at 5. So He's I living his best that. life. It's yeah, Mick will message me at 2 a.m., and then I'll wake up at 4, and then he's still, like, around on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Does this guy sleep? Yeah, you guys you guys will ding on the message thing, and I'll be in bed. I'll be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to turn the, I had to turn the notifications off on that one, like, I'll, I'll I'll just look at my phone. There'll be like forty eight things I need to read. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> I wake up the next morning and there's there's like twenty six messages on a chain. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're like like it's interesting though because you know you know you leave it at some point, and then when when yeah, you yeah. read like whatever they're fucking talking about, and you're like, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like I enjoy it for that, but I had to turn off the notifications. I'm not, I'm not having that stupid thing ding every epic time. Some, someone makes a stupid ass comment or does the cheers. <laughs> we have uh, about 15 minutes before Stacy joins us. So if you guys want to hit us in the comments with some questions, um, I like the questions about the R-rated and our worst, least favorite movie. So give us some stuff like that, um, guys. Real quick, let's geek this. I give it three because again, I was laughing my ass off through the episode because nice. Randall Park just gets my he just hits my funny bone. Two, two out of three. It's it's still a solid watchable show, but uh, I don't think it's like it's it, you don't have to watch this, you know. I, I don't I wouldn't put it at three, but like it's definitely a watchable show if you're looking for something to watch. Justin? I agree. I think it's two out of three. I think it's it it's keeps on keeping on. Amit <laughs> All right. And then, Dan, how do you rate Star Wars Episode 3? <laughs> <No. laughs> but, Dan, how do you rate the synopsis of WandaVision Episode 4? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he hates everything. It, was, it, was it better or worse than, than, than having to sit through the actual episodes? Uh, I can't tell you that because then you'd have to sit through the actual episode and tell me what you thought. Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, a one. <laughs> Uh, that's on the OnlyFans at three, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I believe that happens on uh, at nine at nine o'clock on the Scene Snobs channel at Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's that the guy that does that other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, Wonder Vision was fun. It was fun. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three, I. I like that one out of the prequels. I think it's the better one. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because because Obi Wan gets, gets to ride that weird lizard monster thing, and I want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ride it around town. You know, like hey, you got less Jar Jar, less sand. So it's yes. a win for me. And Jar Jar is, is is sad in this one because the only time you see him is when when they're 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 doing the funeral at the end. <laughs> now, didn't he introduce something into the center, or was that two? I, I think that was two. I don't no, know. I wasn't paying attention that much. I didn't really pay pay attention until until everybody started fighting, and then there was no. And then, 
two is probably the worst one out of all of them. I'm gonna yeah. say one. I, I like I one because they use actual no. sets. They got Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah I mean Darth, Darth Maul is cool. I don't like one, but I really don't like two. So one, it would be my second least favorite Star Wars movie. One like, of my favorites. Two, you you've got that whole fight between the Jedi and the weird ass bug people. In uh, in yeah. one in 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 one, you've got like a half an hour pod race thing and some little dude that can't act at all. Yeah. So to be fair, nobody can act in the Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Granted, granted. <laughs> maybe Harrison Ford. <laughs> The acting in the new ones hasn't been that bad. No, no, no. I'm in the prequels. Okay. Side, yeah, okay. Um, Max, uh, you can no. Yeah. Sorry. But okay. uh, uh, Christopher Lee can act in that one. He is amazing in everything. Yeah, he is. I mean, shit. He he plays Count Count Dooku, a guy with whose, whose name is basically shit. And and he and he has no no fucking you know frame of reference around him at all, and he still puts puts a pretty decent performance. So my problem with Christopher Lee is that he's is a fucking seventy year old dude. Yeah. And when they try to make you like menacing as like a physical character, you know, they're yeah. like, oh, Count Dooku is such a badass swordsman, but you know, Christopher Lee is seventy years old. So, to be like, fair, he is fighting a muppet that's this tall. No, 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 what I'm saying is like. When you get when you had Darth Maul versus Obi Wan, right? That yeah. fight is, yeah. is very kinetic, or even Anakin versus Obi Wan, like when they start. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it carries on for a bit too long, but the beginning of the fight is very, very kinetic. Like, it, it, yeah, stuff is going on, and like when you watch like Samuel L. Jackson versus the Emperor, Count Dooku versus anybody, uh, you know, like they're old men. Like you can just yeah. tell that they're old fucking men. But they they got the Force. But if they like, if they were chucking stuff at each other and lightning and and mine yeah, stuff, yeah. that would be better. If they fought like that, but they're like, no, the lightsaber is the ultimate way to fight, and and here it is. And then it's like you have these old dudes trying to do kung fu moves, and it does not work at all. But it it still looks better than Robert De Niro kicking some dude in an alley. <laughs> That's true. I think they should have gotten a younger guy in deep faked. But uh, Mix actually got a really good question here. Which character in Star Wars prequels do you hate the most, and how would you fix that character? Can't take him out. Oh, I have one. Yeah, Jar Jar. Yeah, dang it. Get rid of the slave voice. Uh, no, I, I would. I would just muzzle him. Uh, so we have a differing opinion. I'd make him Darth Jar Jar. Make him the the dark. Dark Binks of the Sith. Well, yeah, but how how is that going to work? He's just going to be like, "Me's a bad man." <laughs> I, well, no, I think you you have the dumb Jar Jar in the first, and then he becomes coherent in the second and third as oh. he like reveals that he is actually evil and intelligent. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of like. I, I don't think that you drop the entire uh, stupidity angle for Jar Jar, but I think you leave hints to say he's got an ulterior motive that's going on. I think you still have to leave that in there so nobody you knows. Tone him back, though. Yeah. I would tone him yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Um, my my least favorite character, like the, the character that I would change is Count Dooku. I would switch um, <laughs> Count Dooku with uh, Darth Maul so that we get more Darth Maul throughout the thing than Count Dooku. Um, Count Dooku would be the first guy that they fight and and, and kill in the first movie, and then like we we get the kung fu awesomeness, you know, into the third movie. <laughs> as long as as long as Christopher Lee gets gets one awesome fight, then yes. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I am cool with that. Like old, but I mean, I don't know how awesome it would be because again, the dude's seventy years old. You know, he just can't move like that. Like he's no, not. No. 
Not everyone can be Jackie Chan and still like you know, <laughs> jumping out of windows when they're freaking seven Dude, years old. Okay, like even, like, even Jackie no Chan fight. can't be Jackie Chan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, look, I watched. Uh, I watched. Um, what was it? The Foreigner. And That's I mean, a great movie. I, I, I still really need, need to see that one. But like Jackie Chan, for a sixty-five-year-old dude, has still fucking yeah. got it, and and it, it was just like I, I I was just floored by how awesome he was in that movie, um, <laughs> just, like just like the, the kung fu stuff. I mean, like the movie was was okay as far as I yeah, uh, but yeah, Jackie Chan, as far as like doing Jackie Chan things, he's still <laughs> the man is amazing. The man is a god. Like, yeah. but, but he, he, oh, there's only one Jackie Chan. What happened to Tony Jaw? He's not Jackie Chan. That's what happened to him. Well, no, no. But I mean, he, he was like the next dude, and then I haven't seen much of him. Yeah, no. Like, he, he his bones hurt. That's what happened to him. <laughs> his bones <laughs> hurt. He, he can't dislocate everybody's shoulder all the time anymore. Right? <laughs> um, so I would say Count Dooku needs to be made less, and Darth Maul would be brought. And how I'd fix it is bring Darth Maul to, to the light more. Um, that I feel like he's the better character. Can we replace the dude that played Anakin and and have a better yes. actor? Hayden Christensen, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And and <laughs> have it like actually spend time with him where it matters. <laughs> that that might work better than, than just muzzling Jar Jar. Um, the writing is my least favorite character in the prequel. Yeah. <laughs> can Fair we uh, just get George? Can we just get George's story ideas and let somebody else write like he did with uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi? Because that worked out very well for him. Mm. That's true. Now, I don't. Like, I also don't like in Star Wars where they like. I mean, they make it for kids, like because like war is is not for children. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's like I, I, I can deal without Ewoks. I can deal without Jar Jar. I can deal without stupid droids. The stupid droids are what piss me off the fucking most. Who would buy? Like, if you go to the 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 demonstration of this droid, like, here's our new droid, and it's like, um, I don't know what to do. Should I ask him? And then like they can't shoot for shit. They fucking they they bumble around. Yeah, like, yeah. Why would you buy that? Why would you order an entire yeah. fleet of that? <laughs> I was I was thinking during the, this whole thing, I kind of wanted uh, the the Terminator universe to just kind of wander into it. <laughs> Because that that would have been interesting. Any anything, I mean, yeah. Any, anything would be interesting. <laughs> the prequels were a mess. There's 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 good tidbits. I, I spent six months trying to like work out a timeline that works <laughs> with with the prequels with with how the uh, four, five, and six like you know like when they talk about the Clone Wars and they talk about all this stuff, but like how long ago it was and like this ancient yeah. Jedi order. Like I tried to to make it work with what they gave us, and there's just no doing that. It's 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 fine. I mean, it, it it's like making chronological sense of the Dune books at at this point. <laughs> Especially since his like nephew just wrote like forty more of them. I only, <laughs> so, I only read the first two Dune books. I I thought that was a good place to start. Frank Herbert's ones are are actually pretty damn good. Like I. When when they go go along, like like you start feeling sorry for some of the characters, but <laughs> fucking Duncan Idaho, he they they uh, they clone him, and then he always turns bad, and they shoot him, and they clone him again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, try again. This, this poor dude. <laughs> that's that's um, that's basically the storyline of um the Force Unleashed two. Oh yeah, <laughs> fun. 
right? Are they? Maybe? I don't know. Here, there we go. Hi, Hi. Hi Lindsay. Hello. 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 See yeah. myself, my camera. I can't we, see anything. We can see you guys. Oh, you can because I can't yes. see. Me. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right then. How's it going, boys? This is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. I'm gonna, Hi, show um, you, I'm gonna show you what I have on my screen, so then maybe you can help me because this is getting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just sent it to you on Facebook. A picture. Awesome. Yeah, maybe for you. <laughs> oh, so you can see Max. So you're lucky. You only have to see Max. <laughs> <laughs> Not you sure how, how lucky you are, actually. <laughs> oh, well, well, we're ready. Right. Can you see her and I? Are we good? Yes. Like, yes. yes, you guys are both in frame. I wish I could not see me. <laughs> you're so lucky. <laughs> oh, come on. Right. You're amazing. Why is my apartment made of mirrors? <laughs> I don't have mirrors. I can't see my reflection anyway. I was wondering why this place is so cheap. <laughs> this is glass all the way through. Carnival yes. mirrors everywhere. It looked much bigger than that. Yes. <laughs> you keep trying to go to the bathroom, but you keep walking into mirrors. Terrible. <laughs> I hate living in a fun house. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Stacy, what have you been up to? Um, a little bit of everything. Um, right now, Lindsay over here, she's getting some products to show you. But we've been building. Um, she has her own CBD brand, uh, Lindsay Noel CBD. I don't know if you can see it on my shirt because I can't see myself. But <laughs> um, And so she's been launching that, and I've been helping – builds the global marketing team um, because everything is basically expanding um, into larger, bigger things uh, like wholesale products and stuff like that. Um, some of the former clients from our chemist is like Kourtney Kardashian and her push line. And so, um, you know, we've been working with them, some celebrities and different things like that to all kind of, uh, some are potentially coming out with their own lines with CBD, but it's like face stuff, it's tinctures, it's, I mean, we have like CBD mints with melatonin in them, uh, you know, face stuff. I mean, if Lindsay wants to take over and kind of like go through and talk about it, but I'll tell you what, I, ever since I started using CBD and stuff like that, um, last year, last January, I guess it was between CBD and THC, I've lost like 65 pounds, like just, you know, just by using it every day because of my like instead of pain because i don't take opioids anymore um which was on the last show if you, if you want to yeah the last time i was on your show um so this stuff's really like helped me save me and so the fact that she's got her own line and now i'm like helping to lead a global marketing team is like pretty freaking awesome so there's the girl there's the face i just make her sound good <laughs> hi Lindsay. what made you uh what made you jump into the cbd business me oh so I was in a car accident when I was 16 and I struggle with like major back pain, migraines, anxiety, all that good stuff. So I was looking for a holistic way because I was taking Klonopin three times a day. I was taking back painkillers, you name it. And I just didn't want to do that. And I didn't want that to be my lifestyle. So I looked for some, an alternative. And then I found CBD. And quite honestly, two years ago, I didn't know anything about it because we're in Northeastern PA. Yeah. And how many people, like, we're educating everybody. No one knows about it. They still think 
CBD is THC, which is weed and dope and hash and the devil's lettuce for all those people who don't know what that is. Again, we have an endocannabinoid system in your body. So like when it works, yeah. you work. Like I'm not even trying to sell like sound like a hippie or anything, but I get it now, man. Like I'm starting to get it. <laughs> awesome. 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 So uh, how long have you been in the business? Two years. Oh, two years. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, what, that's one of the problems with producing and uh, being on a show. Uh -huh. No, so you know what? I started using CBD two years ago, and then I met the amazing chemist who formulated these. And then I found out that he had a hand in Imodium AD. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Had a had a hand and turning our camera off. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't serious. talk about me. I didn't. I had nothing to do with that. My hands yeah. were down here. You know what's awesome? Awesome. I feel like it's cool that they know like a chemist. I feel like that's very um. Walter uh, White. Uh, like like <laughs> Walter White. Yeah, so it's like call the chemist. <laughs> huh. I kind of um, was afraid that was going to happen because the uh, picture yeah. froze. Um, awesome though, they, they seem great. yeah, that sounds great. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've always wanted to try more CBD stuff because I, I know it's there's a lot of good health benefits or it can be, a lot of good yeah. If you guys haven't checked out the first interview Max and I did with Stacy, it is one of the most inspiring stories I've ever heard of. Uh, this woman lost her husband to a drug overdose, and the guy that helped her husband was with her husband that night and kind of essentially put the needle in his arm. She helped that guy get clean, which is something i don't think i could ever do for anybody if they they played a part in killing my spouse like that's that's bat. some that's some tough stuff i, I will help you get clean <laughs> the fact that she was able to do that and overcome her own addiction because she was telling us that she was doing one 120 vicodins a day like so her story is just so inspiring definitely go check it out um that was uh she's she's working on it oh, yeah <laughs> She's uh, definitely one of my favorites from last year. Favorite guests. But yeah, yeah, fun times with CBD. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, CBD. I want some CBD. Might help my diet. I've lost twenty pounds this year. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what you think? Because, like, I, I I smoke weed, right? But uh, that always encourages me to eat more. Like, I don't love <laughs> smoking weed. So, yeah, it's the THC giving you the munchies. Right, right. So, you know, like, yeah. but she said THC and CBD. So I was like, well, I, I don't understand how you're losing weight because I, I, I'm just doing it wrong. You know, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> doing it wrong but I'm doing it wrong. You got to stop baking it. <laughs> it's, it's the brownies. It's not the brownies. THC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. It's had some weed brownies, though. Yeah, yeah. I woke up this morning. That was one of my favorite Comic Cons. Oh. I bet. Yeah. I walked into the hotel room, saw some brownies. I was like, "Okay, oh, awesome brownies." Yeah. A couple hours later, can't, can't be anything wrong with this. Amidst like I had, it was I think it was three. Amidst like I had three of those brownies, and we're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> Gonna owe us some money, sir. <laughs> no, we were just we were concerned for a bit. That's awesome. Uh, I, I will never take Max's brownies. No. Year, I uh, I watched the uh, the costume contest, but I, I had like uh, eaten, uh, taken some acid, and then I watched the costume contest. Jeez. That was also, that was also pretty cool. 
<laughs> Deadpool's coming to get me. There's like 50 of them. <laughs> no, my friend had like cooked it into these chocolates, so it was it was it was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, like I didn't I didn't freak out or anything. It was just like you know, it made all the colors better. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss Comic Con so much. I'm glad I can't yeah. say specific cons, but I'm glad people are starting to reach back out to us to come and do shows this year. I'm I'm not letting excitement take over because I was excited last year that we had eight shows booked for like a two month tour. Yeah, and that fell through. So I got to keep my expectations low. But uh, we'll get we'll get back out there sooner than later. Yeah, for sure. And. uh Man, so much podcasting. I recently joined the uh, Stereo app. Uh, I recommend you guys oh, yeah, all yeah. join this. It is awesome. So you can go on here and um, you create a little avatar and then you can start a podcast with anybody that's in your friend circle. It's like a social media for podcasters. And me and Mick did one that w- turned out pretty well. But um, it's definitely a lot of fun and your fans can interact with you. So if you guys are watching this, and you guys want to do a quick podcast with me, Saj, you want us to do a quick podcast? Sign up for Stereo. If no. I'm free, I will jump on and do it with you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I am at 3GeeksJ on Stereo. I uh, I really like that. Me and Mick are going to do one very soon about our top five favorite fast food restaurants on Stereo. So uh, <laughs> Stereo. I love Stereo. Here we go. So <laughs> I can see myself now too. This is great. Excellent. I'm sorry. Better. My computer sucks. So where were we? Uh, you guys were talking about your chemist Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the best chemist that formulated all of these. So that's what driven me to work with him. And he's such a leader and I had to be like, let's jump on this team and do this. So this helps me with anxiety, with my pain and inflammation. It's awesome for migraines. So I live by it. Mm-hmm. And so since I was spending a lot buying it, that's when I said, I'm going to start a line. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys awesome. used it before? Like, do you guys use CBD or? I have, yes. I, I want to use it more because, like I said, I'm currently on a weight loss journey myself. I'm um, going to doctor now. I'm working to get my weight loss surgery. Really? No, you're not. I'm not, I'm not with doctor now. I'm only 200 pounds. I only need to lose 20 pounds. But um, no, I definitely not isn't it sad that I knew your reference? I don't know what's worse. <laughs> Doctor Now is an American hero. Does not get. I know he is, but he's on my six hundred pound life, man. Like <laughs> he's a doctor. He hasn't seen the sun in a decade. So. I know yeah, about. Him. You look good, man. <laughs> uh, I've tried a couple different CBD products. Like I've never had any complaints. Um, but like I, I, I prefer to smoke. You know, because I, I, I smoke so. Um, but I don't really have a lot of health issues. Also, I'm just you know, like kind of you know, like, He's fine. perfect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's got a halo. He's perfect. Yeah. Well, I like to mix the CBD sometimes with THC because like sometimes you get that THC gives you anxiety. You know, like you get that feeling in your chest because like we have our medical cards and stuff, so nobody go crazy in the state of PA. Um, but yeah, like it's nice to like mix a little bit sometimes because yeah. that anxiety, like, and the dispensaries. I don't know if they are. Or wherever you, you can't usually get the same thing twice, and it sucks. It's like, oh, this finally works, and then it's never in again. So, like, these things, 
And she's mentioned the guy who did these invented Imodium AD. Do you know, I, I, I never meet your heroes. I sent him a pop-up thank you card. <laughs> no idea how many situations, literal shit you oh, like, Thank you. I, I can poop. Stacy, you're preaching to the choir, man. Imodium AD, that guy is a... Uh, he yeah. is a god among men. I did all of these things for her. So, like, you know, got <laughs> my approval, you know? Like, literally, I did send him a thank you pop-up card. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, of all the celebrities in my life, you have the patent for this? Yeah. <laughs> if they ever make a third book to the Bible, that guy better be yeah. in it. That guy is yeah. the Lord's work. The shit testament? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's the third part of the apocrypha. Yeah, the apocrypha's on its own, you know. Well, they added to Daniel, like they threw the other part of the apocryphal. Right. <laughs> Predictions of the future. Yeah, we have to talk to Matthew <laughs> about this. So, is online the only place you can get this currently? Yeah, sorry, we just drank at the same time. That was funny. And um, go ahead. We're not sponsored by Coors Light. These, yeah, this, this is water. Yeah. <laughs> we just prefer cups. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Where can you find it? <laughs> Yeah, you can find all this stuff online on my website. It's lindsaynoel.com, and it's spelled very weird because my mom likes to be original. It's right there on your on, underneath her name. Oh. And it's right here, too. Yeah, right there you go. Oh, oh, oh yeah, CBDs for the men, too. Oh, <laughs> oh I made it. I made it on it. Yeah. Great. That's amazing. Yeah, and Stacy's like, on there somewhere, too. If you go to the product page and you click chewables or go to – Oh, I like this. Go to CBD. Click CBD up top. <laughs> production like value. Yep. Stacy, we didn't have this kind of production value the last time you were on. I know. I'm so impressed. I will tell you guys. This is Keep thumbs up. up. I'm impressed. Right. I want to go for the spiced berry chewables. Stacy didn't see this yet. Oh. All right. Spiced berry chewables. Scroll down. Oh, my God. Ah! There's me. <laughs> You're saving your life, folks. Me too. I'm that not vegan, but I, I'm not cruel to animals, and I love the LGBTQ. <laughs> so yes, I'm all of those. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> and I'm spicy. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not cruel to animals. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's for the man. What is, <laughs> I am. I, I never knew this was a thing. What is CBD for pets? Um, so good. My dog loves me. He, well, I mean, some days I blow weed in his face and then he wakes up with his paws up. because, like, he's got arthritis real bad. But then she came up with these CBD chewables that are liver and beef flavored. And now I don't have to share my weed with the dog. <laughs> I think my dog would love that. Freaking Wujo yeah. over here. This is like fireworks and long car rides. It, the pups love it. Yeah, and they're beef and liver flavored. Like I said, um, I've tried one. It does taste like beef, and it does taste like liver. I have a Yorkie. Yeah. I had a full one. He's they're they're happier. They're so happy though. They're so happy. Made it on, made it on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Men wear CBD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, how's it been this past year, like, you know, with COVID and everything and how like, moving your line and all that stuff, like, has it been an extra, you know, trouble for you or, you know, like, how are you doing as far as that's concerned? Well, with any business, you know, it's extremely rough with, during COVID and starting a new business during COVID is quite challenging, but I had um, a really great turnout with friends and family initially, 
that got me so many sales in the beginning and I was like, woo, okay, what's next? And then I started going to a bunch of pop-ups this summer. Uh, my fiance's brother, Steve Masterson hosts, um, he's hosted like 20 series of, what were they? Like drive-in oh, concerts. concerts. Mm -hmm. So I set up pop-ups there and I did a bunch of sales. I was, you know, masked up and gloved up and sanitizing and kind of made me feel like COVID wasn't a thing because I got to go out and be around people. So sales, honestly, in the past, like I said, I started about three months ago, they've been amazing. Like I literally am blessed. I can't complain because during COVID, the numbers are good because the products work. So yeah, and everybody has anxiety and stuff, even like my kids, my kids and stuff. I mean, they're, they were getting a little depressed and being home from school all year, not seeing their friends, you know, and then you go on Fortnite and everybody dances or hates each other. But um, their anxiety is that, you know, with ramping up and stuff. So like I was giving my sons the tinctures um, or the, 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 mints. the mints, even for bed, because they have like four milligrams of melatonin in them. Um, and it's really been helping because if we're going to be stuck in the same house together, like I really would for us not all freak out at the same time and maybe get a little sleep, you know? So, so, but yeah, so I, I personally give them to my children. I know quite a few other people do. I know you can't buy it unless you're over 21, but it is legal. Um, but it's been, it really has helped an awful, awful lot. So with filming stuff, basically because of COVID, um, I've been able to hop on her training with marketing and everything else. And I mean, we still do. It's cool because now I get to incorporate celebrities into her line because celebrities like CBD too. And now celebrities get to put their name on their own little CBD line potentially uh, and uh, sell it through us as well. Um, and, you know, there's a lot going on. So it's like combining both worlds. Yeah. I love when you can like make something new. Like when all this shit happens, people freak out. And you should just be like, wow, let's take this as an opportunity and like figure out how to use it to our advantage while everyone else is freaking out or make a product that calms everyone else the fuck down. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know a lot of people need that right now. <laughs> it's filled right there on your screen. <laughs> but um, Stacey, you said you've been winning a lot of rewards lately. Um, well, we've been, a bunch of my films have been winning awards, but I, it's like, it sucks because I can't go anywhere. Um, Hundred Acres of Hell just won out at the Magic Castle, um, which I was excited about because I love the Magic Castle out in LA. And Rob Zombie was the host. And I'm like, of course COVID is happening. You know? so we went out there, um, Shockfest, I've won for my other film, F Word. Um, I won like the Toronto Film Festival uh, and a couple other ones, I don't even know. I know there's a new review out today from 100 Acres of Hell, um, which is posted all over our social media, which is really cool because I did that movie like six years ago. And people are still talking about it and it's still streaming. So please buy it on Amazon or any of your streaming services. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, it's just been, it's been kind of crazy, but it, it I have to figure something out. You can't sit still. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't just sit here and be like, Oh, I wonder when filming is coming back. It's a lot of money for COVID tests. And there's only so many people out on set. I've actually associate produced um, uh, a film and produced a film and I wasn't allowed on set. So I have been producing. It was last month. It was in December. I, has, I still get COVID tests, but I wasn't allowed on set. So I just stayed home and did paperwork and still produced, which is no fun. Um, but so I'm still doing both at the same time, but 
you know, we got to do stuff that's fun because I got to get active. I can't like just sit home. And until the filming industry gets back to normal, which I don't know, I don't know when that's going to be. When's Broadway opening? <laughs> yeah. you know? I, uh, I heard that the Law and Order guys are going to try to hire every single Broadway actor. And I think that's awesome. That is so cool. That's, that's really cool. We were just with, we were working with um, the makeup artist from Blue Bloods, who's Johnny Wahlberg's uh, makeup artist. And so she's coming up and she's working with us currently on something that we could share at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the works, which is awesome. Um, when you, when everybody can't do something, then you figure out something that everybody likes to do and now everybody wants to do it. So <laughs> here we are. I'm interested to see Law and Order like musical division. Yes, <laughs> that sounds great. Like la la, like High School Musical Law and Order. Zach Efron, Zach Efron doing it. It's like they're gonna, they're gonna get prize all fired. Yes, yes, yes. So we have more geeks on here than I did last time. Yeah, last time you just met Max and I. Uh, yeah. we, have, we have a mitt down below me. Uh, Dan down in the center, and then Justin to the Mr. left. Dan. Dan. You're Mr. Dan. Mr. I Dan. I like it. <laughs> we actually have three more that couldn't make it today. Wow, that's awesome. So why is it three gigs? Is it three times three? And I just, just add, like to master. Changing your name's hard. Then somebody threw water on us. That is after midnight, and now we've multiplied. I'm an includer. I like to bring people. <laughs> I'm a nerd, not a geek. So you see. <laughs> I met Dan through work. Dan and I'm like, Dan, you gotta come yes. on our podcast, man. So then Dan Mr. joined. Mr. Dan, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's funny because Lindsay, I actually, when I worked in the news business, I actually was watching all the stuff she was doing because she was doing these and she's got these like boudoir uh Calendars. calendars, if anybody wants to buy them, they're pretty hot. No, I'm not in them, but um, should be. So she's been doing all this stuff. She was like in charge of. Uh, we had an arena football team for a while called Pioneers. Okay. She was in charge of their dance team. Um, you know, she's been this huge photographer. Everywhere I looked, she's like her face was like on the Weekender magazine or Electric City magazine, or her pictures were everywhere. So I'm like, I love like powerful women, but they usually end up being like. Jerk or bitch or whatever. So I'm like, let's let this play out in time. So it's been ten years, you know, since I've kind of started watching her. But she's just been growing and growing, and um, it's actually been. I'm very proud of her because like people in this area don't do that kind of stuff. And so what she's been doing has been huge. I mean, <laughs> they're they have like ecosystems in Antigua for the C CBD line stuff. They have the top of the line like hemp farms down in the south, and you know entries into different parts of Europe and Asia. I mean, this thing is getting big and I'm even like, I don't even, I have to call in reinforcements for, for marketing because like I haven't even had anything at this caliber yet. So it seems small right now, but behind the scenes, like it's so much bigger than even I even know. So I'm like calling people like, uh, I know I'm supposed to be the professional here, but like this is really a little bit bigger than what I'm used to, but I want to learn. So can we figure it out together? You know, so it's been, been crazy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> When's the uh, Lindsay Noel episode of Shark Tank coming? Ooh, that's on my goals. It's <laughs> on my goals. But honestly, since our products are patented and um, the owner, like that. we have a nice little patent pending thing going on with actually the conversion of CBD oil to powder. Mm -hmm. So that if that plays out, um, 
that's going to be real big. It's going to be massive if that pattern um, works out. So and that's my boss. So I love it. And I'm joining the wholesale side too, because the, the, this is just so much fun. And with her help, we're going to be working with like other countries and we might be the only source there. Like it's just yeah. so huge. So it's, it's crazy. It is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend stuff. Like even people like the pain cream stuff. Like if you don't want to smoke anything or eat anything or ingest oh, anything, topicals are, great. topicals are great. Like, you know, people's grandmothers are like, I don't want any of that dope. So I'm like, <laughs> but I want some of that dope. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Then gay, okay, so I just you know works out. This was pretty. Uh, I love it. I love it. And it, it's, you know, I don't know if you like the labels, but they're like they're like salmon bang. You know, they're like comic-y. Like, like so, we're gearing towards uh, like your audience. <laughs> love it. It's like zap bang. Oh, there we go. See. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got full screen. It makes me want to dance. <laughs> yeah, but they're cool. Yeah. Awesome. You have a shark of choice. Oh, <laughs> I would just be honored to work with any of the sharks just for the opportunity, but I would go for like a double whammy. I would want two of them. I want Mr. One to ever do anything important. When I was in college, I met, I was in a meeting with Mark Cuban, right? He was like a hundred of us. And like, he got so many uh, Shark Tank questions. It was so funny. Like, they would just stand up and try to put up an idea. Because it's supposed to be just for like college kids and just random people would just sit down and be like, hey, can I'm going to pitch you an idea for like a, a beer or something. He's like, dude, use the internet. It was yeah, serious. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you expect, like, you know, we're on here talking right. about CBD. If somebody comes up and starts talking to us about CBD stuff, like, it's kind of, <laughs> you're going to yeah. have Fact. You're in church yeah. giving away money and patents and all that shit to people. And mm -hmm. you spend a lot more. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Yeah, I can't wait to check this out. I'm definitely going to be a customer. Yeah, that's good. And if you like it and you mention my name, you'll get a discount. <laughs> you get a discount and some free shit. So her line, my name, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. So, um, yeah, do you, do you have a retail plan? Yeah, so actually we have a meeting coming up this week where we might set up our first brick and mortar store, but still kind of undecided with COVID and everything. We're still basically in a lockdown where we're at. So it's yeah. a little iffy, but I figured, oh, what the hell, let's yeah. give it a try. So that should be coming in maybe a month or two. Mm -hmm. And then um, as soon as I get my first one, we plan on just expanding and kind of getting a bunch at the same time. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's some new products coming out. Like, um, can you talk about Delta 8s? Ooh. Can you talk about Delta 8s? We just ordered a kilo of Delta 8s for mm -hmm. our line. And do you guys know anything about Delta 8s? No. It's Delta 9. Okay. So <laughs> it's totally legal, absolutely legal to sell. Mm -hmm. It's CBD, 30 milligrams of CBD. You take it, it's a chewable tablet, and it tastes like candy. Mm -hmm. And then it turns to THC in your liver. 10 milligrams each 30 milligram capsule. And yes, you do feel it. But they give away, they give it to people like, you know, chemo patients and stuff for nausea and mm -hmm. people who don't want to smoke. It literally has like, like I get the eyes and the dry mouth and like all this heavy stuff. And I just have to eat, you know, a couple of these chewables. So those are going to, they're going to, they're called Delta 8s. 
and they're going to be available soon. We're, we're, we just got them in and we're, we're making them. So yeah. you have to try those. They give you like a really unique body high. So yeah. you have to be 21 or 21 or older to buy them. We're sticking with that rule. Mm -hmm. Um, but let me tell you, I gave my mother one and I didn't tell her what it was. I just said, take one. So she took it and she's like, oh, okay, you know, I feel nice and relaxed. So I was like, all right, take three. So the next day, <laughs> right? yeah, so the next day I was like, take three. She messages me the next day. She's like, so there's a hummingbird poking me in the head last night. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I got a little side effect from it. And I took a couple and I was speaking Latin. I don't know Latin. So. <laughs> I don't think my mother would forgive me if I told her just take this. <laughs> no, but I mean, literally, they, they, I'm excited. I'm excited to have a lot. They're available in other stores and stuff too. Um, I've seen them like in the mall and everything. You just have to be very careful because a lot of people don't get their tests done. Like yeah. testing for this stuff is like 25 grand. So like if you're getting gummies at a gas station from a no-name brand, I guarantee it's crap. It's just like the the pot that they used to sell you in high school that they swept off the floor and added oregano to. I guarantee it. You know, so like all this stuff is like gone through testing and all this other stuff. It's like, I didn't realize how much crap there was out there because I was buying all of like the CBD gummy bears and stuff, which apparently are illegal in the state of PA. You're not allowed to sell edibles, but they do anyway. Um, <laughs> now I'm teaching yeah. you. <laughs> Chocolate with... CBD in it, totally illegal. Well, Why? I don't know. Yeah. It's too sweet. That you can't have too many good things together in the same time. It probably can't be able to can. Yep. So we could. So we. She came up with some really good like loopholes, like beverage enhancers. So like it's not we didn't make the beverage, but if you put a couple of these, it'll take, make your water taste like blueberry. Mm -hmm. And then we're meeting with um, uh, a spirit vodka company soon because we have CBD. Uh, for beer and for yeah, uh, all spirits. All spirits. Um, so it's like, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. This is a great product to come out with. I wish that we came up with it before COVID, though, because COVID would have made us millionaires. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> using it. Yeah. We just were out there a little bit earlier. But, but we're here. We're out there with Bezos, like, yeah, we yeah. did it. Like, we did it. <laughs> we're getting people high. Enjoy. We're not high. Okay. Everybody was drinking alcohol. Like, I, I did go and I went to a recycling center um, last summer, and it's just these trucks are bringing in just all alcohol. And like, wow, like there was no, there's nothing else but just like bang, clang of just alcohol stuff. And I was like, really? Really? Like, and just, it, it just blew my mind. So yeah, we could have made a lot more money. Well, people, now you know, okay? Now you know. That's all that matters. <laughs> so my question to you, Stacy, is what are the odds we can get you in a Kevin Smith movie? Uh, in one, not going to happen. I don't go in them. Uh, but there are Come some. On. There's some hintings of things coming out, and uh, I know a lot more than I'm on too. <laughs> so just stay tuned to the end of the year, but I won't be on TV. I can guarantee you that. I, I try to stay off TV. I like working behind the scenes because just like Mark Cuban, I don't want people coming up and asking me all the time, like, <laughs> okay, anyway, like can you can you like I've had girls come up to me like, can can you get me to sleep with like Snoop Dogg and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, that lion? 
Like, we're actually professional and we're friends and I'm friends with his cut. Like, we're no, it doesn't work that way. So, don't ask with the corona. Come on now. Yeah. But when you're back, we want to stay away from any possible Epstein situations. Oh, yeah. I was, I was not me too, and I don't want to be. So, and I'm not going to do it to anybody else just to get back at it. So, stay away from that. Hashtag CBD, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, take this, chill out. Well, ladies, where can everybody find you guys online? www.lindsaynoel.com. And she's also uh, Lindsay Noel CBD on Instagram and Lindsay Noel on Facebook, and I am at Stacey Toy, S-T-A-C-E-Y-T-O-Y, um, at Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or just uh, order something from Lindsay and then tell him I sent you. I don't care if you know me or not, just say that Stacey sends you and you get some free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Free goodie, just toy, the- even. If you don't remember my first name, my last name's Toy. So just put Toy sent me. I don't care. <laughs> get the hook up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, everybody stay tuned to the Three Geeks channel. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We got an interview with Cobra Kai's Jesse Cove next week. Um, working on some other things. Uh, the Larry Hankin project that we've been working on for the last three months is finally got some stuff moving. That's pretty big, and I might be able to announce it soon. Um, a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, part two of the interview we did with Scott Valentine coming up as well. Stacy, Lindsay, if you guys don't mind sticking around for just a few seconds. And everybody else out there, you guys have a great day. Recycle your droids.